This is Cindy Legaretta coming to you from the Sky Cave in New Orleans by way of Anchor. This is Telescope of Memory, and this episode is entitled The View from Up Here. Most of you know by now that I live in the Pontalba, which was built before the Civil War by an amazing woman named the Baroness of Pontalba. That's a short version of her name. I've nicknamed her Mickey for Micaela. And we are on the top floor in what was once the luggage room. And being on the top floor of anything gives you a perspective, gives you a vista, gives you um, a bird's eye view, if you want to say. And a couple of days ago, I was so blessed to have had my good friend at the St. Louis Cathedral, Gordon Hyde. I, I'd been nagging him for a while, and we finally made the trip up into the bell tower. Um, to say that it was extraordinary would be the understatement of the year. We wore closed, heavy sneakers because we were walking up spiral wooden staircases. Some of those had been put in place right around the time of the Civil War. And there was also not a lot of lighting up there. The occasional workmen, uh, and they generally have to string service lights. Those of you who have done any construction work know what a pain in the butt it can be to provide lighting on a site that is either very old or simply isn't wired, which is what happened here. And we wended our way up very, very slowly. And basically, when we got to the second tier, what looked like the balcony of the cathedral itself, we were able to look down into the church and then turn around and start walking up what felt like an endless staircase. But I had already done it in my mind and my imagination, so I knew it was going to be very um, exhausting, very physically taxing. It was going to be physically dirty with all that dust and debris, and it was also not a public space. So Gordon gifted me this enormous privilege. And afterwards, I went through the photographs, and I put some of them on my Facebook page, and one of them went on to um, a Facebook group called the Cloud Appreciation Society of NOLA. Isn't that a wonderful name? It almost sounds like they ought to have a Mardi Gras parade, you know, and all dress up in fluffy white stuff <laughs> because New Orleanians love a parade and something like cloud appreciation just screams white beads and feathers. But um, this is a, a lovely Facebook group and I've made some wonderful friends. Uh, 
we sometimes have a, a gentle competition to outdo each other with cloud pictures, but everyone is very graciously on the same page in terms of, wow, isn't that a spectacular view? So I seem to have gotten a special award here because when I checked back on the page, I saw that my unusual view had gotten, I'm, I'm looking at this now, I've got my keyboard and uh, my laptop in front of me. Um, yeah, I got at least 40 responses, uh, likes and wows and little hearts. And so I started thinking about this and I said, now, what is it that seemed to grab people? First of all, when you come to New Orleans and you stand down in Jackson Square and look at the cathedral, what you, the, the vantage point you will have will be you've got your back to the Mississippi River and Decatur Street and you're looking dead on at the cathedral, looking up at the face of the clock where I was behind as I climbed up the stairs, and you look up at the bell tower and the steeples and the weather vane at last on the top. That's the view that you see. Well, this picture that I put on Facebook was taken as I climbed up the stairs, and I was between the first and the second landing just before I actually entered what was the steeple and the spire. I was slightly to the right of the clock face. And as I looked out, I saw Jackson Square, the park alas, is still closed. Um, the staff does come in and they mow and they cut and they prune and they sweep up and they keep it in lovely, pristine shape. And if you look at this picture at the very, very bottom, you can just see the four red Christmas bows we put them up early, and I think, like the song says, we need a little Christmas. Boy, do we really need it this year. And except for that, there isn't a lot of festivity in terms of decoration. That's it for now. So I stood there and I looked out, and if you look at the cloud appreciation picture, you can see the fountain, and you can see a beautiful quadrant of almost wedges of green pie, and you look out and see the Mississippi River. And suddenly it hit me. I said, wow, the photo which touched so many people is from an unusual non-postcard view. This is something that you don't usually get to see. Once you've seen it, it's impossible to unsee it, if you know what I mean. And I think the reason why it affected so many people is that 
now, probably more than at any other time in the last few decades of American history, we are hungry as a people for new definitions, new contexts, new ideas, new purpose, and a new point of view. And in view of everything that's happened, I think that's a pretty good thing. I look for it every day as I walk around. I think about how can I make use of what often looks like um, setback, obstacle, challenge, difficulty, and turn that to some kind of opportunity to create a new. And I think if you're an artist or a musician or a writer or a podcaster, that's your task, or at least it should be, to facilitate that healing. And I talked about it in my last podcast about finding common ground. But there I was looking out over the square, seeing what the birds see and looking at the Mississippi River. Um, so you can look from close up, you can look from far away, you can look from underneath to the right, to the left. If you're a photographer, this is particularly easy because we always function best in point of view, foreground, background in motion pictures. It's known as rack focus, focus on the back, focus on the front and shift it almost like a human eye. Um, an artist friend of mine, Lee Tucker, told me that he had a colleague who went up into the bell tower. We're sort of an elite club. There's maybe five of us, and all of us have something to do with hands-on work. Um, and he helped to rehang one of those bells after they did some renovation work in the tower. And I from standing underneath that trio of bells and looking up, I can really appreciate and have a sense of what that's like. So, I think, I don't think I know, that the view from high up, whether it's in a tall building standing on a hill, riding up in an elevator, or even giving yourself an emotional transition up to the top. You may not even want to do it physically. You may not have an opportunity to do it. Um, one of our group, a lovely young woman, is recovering from a stroke, and she sent us a series of enchanting photographs taken from the upper floor, which is her hospital room. Now think about that. That could be pretty dismal. But Ginny chose not to do that, and she used it as, look where I am. Look what I can see. Look at what my point of view is now. And well into her recovery, in fact, she's home, um, she is very much changed by looking at things in that way. So I am very actively involved 
in that view. And although I was up in the bell tower, oh my goodness, three or four days ago, I'm still buzzing about it. I'm still um, getting the benefits, the glow of that good feeling being up there, or should I say, being up here. Well, maybe some food for thought for y'all. Take good care, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Come visit me on Facebook. It's Cindy Legaretta, just the way it sounds. Cheers.